Hey guys, my name is Robbie Rawls and I'm helping with the music team here at Riverwalk Church. We would like to thank you for being a part of this online campus with us and we hope that to be able to connect with you and to grow with you through your journey. If you have any prayer requests or anything that you want to talk with us at all, please reach out to us at riverwalkchurch.com. We would love to be able to talk with you. And again, I hope you enjoy the service. I'm Steve Rhodes, the lead pastor here, and I want to welcome you to the online campus of Riverwalk Church. And I want to thank everyone who uh, watched our videos, who listened to the podcast, who was here in person with us last week for our first official service of Riverwalk Church. And uh, as you are part of this online campus, I want to encourage you to uh, maybe call some friends over and watch this together. Uh, you can watch this as a family, and uh, if you can make it to our in-person services, uh, we would love to meet you. And if you know anyone who may need some encouragement, why don't you share this video or last week's video with them and help them get some encouragement in their life. Uh, we're going to continue our series of God Psychiatry, reading through uh, verse by verse with Psalms 23. So if you want to read along with us, we're going to read the chapter in its entirety and glean on verse two of what God and what David is trying to speak into our lives. So let's read this. Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So today we're going to be talking from verse 2, where David says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And I want to recap kind of what's going on in David's life and, and what has led him to this moment of pinning these scriptures David was on the run from his son Absalom, who was trying to overtake the kingdom that, that David was ruler over. So David fled for his life. And while he was hiding in a cave, fearful of his life, he started to write this song out. And we talked last week about the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And David had great confidence that even though everything in his life wasn't going as planned, even though he wasn't in the best circumstances, David understood that the Lord was his shepherd and all of his needs, all of his problems, all of his cares would be taken care of. So now David is saying that the Lord, the shepherd, makes me to lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside still waters. And I think David had this wonderful mindset that we mentioned last week that, that God wasn't doing these things to David, but he was doing them with David. And I want to challenge you to have that type of mindset as well, that the conflict, the difficulties, what you may be facing at work with your family uh, or, or whatever it may be, 
God isn't doing this to you. He's doing this with you. And he's with you to help you every step of the way. Now, I think in verse two here, David has three things that he is uh, trying to tell us that the Lord is doing in his life and in this moment. And I think these three things are also three areas that God wants to help us in when we go through difficulties, when we go through trials, when we go through these times in life where it seems hopeless. So I want to talk about sheep for just a moment. Referring back to the shepherd, sheep are very interesting animals. Sheep are some of the only animals that if you would remove them from their natural or from their fields and and where they're um, uh, being taken care of, you take them and you put them into the wild. Sheep have no way of taking care of themselves. They don't know how to find the right foods. They don't know how to decipher between clean water and toxic water. And they also are known for not really taking good breaks or good times to rest. They just continue to feed until they are sick, essentially. And if we keep these in mind about sheep, we're going to talk about what David is referring to us and how we are like these sheep in this moment and why we have need of our shepherd. So three things that I want to talk to you today about first is rest. It's the job of the shepherd to make sure that the sheep get adequate rest. And I want to ask you, how are you resting? I, I know in the day we live in, it's it's probably not like our parents or our grandparents um, times where uh, now everyone works. The husband works, the wife works, we have uh, our kids, we have soccer practice, football practice, baseball practice, cheerleading, gymnastics. We have all these areas in our life that are pulling our attention. It never feels like we have a moment to rest. Uh, We think that we're superheroes. We think that we can run off of five hours of sleep and, and, and five gallons of coffee a day to make sure that we can get everything accomplished. But I, I want to encourage you and what we'll talk about a little bit about is the importance of rest in our lives. Our, 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 our spiritual health, our mental health, and our physical health are all intertwined together. And, and we got to make sure that, that we're resting well. And I think there's two areas in resting that we need to focus in on two key factors here. One is sleep and the other is Sabbath. Psalms 127 verse two said it's, uh, it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil. I want you to hear this part. For he gives to his beloved sleep. The CDC says a third of U.S. adults report that they usually get less than the recommended amount of sleep. Now, let me break here and say that in earlier studies, it showed that the average person would get uh, at least nine hours of sleep a night. And the CDC says says now the average adult only gets between uh, six to seven hours of sleep a night. And CDC goes on to say, not getting enough sleep is linked with many chronic diseases and conditions such as type 2 diabetes, heart disease, obesity, and depression. Uh, 
They threaten the nation's health. Not getting enough sleep can lead to motor vehicle crashes, mistakes at work, which cause a lot of injury and disability each year. Getting enough sleep is not a luxury. It is something people need for good health. Sleep disorders can also increase a person's risk of health problems. However, these disorders can be diagnosed and treated, bringing relief to those who suffer from them. So I think it's important that we focus in on good sleep. CDC says that it's, it, it affects your physical health and your mental health, but when our mental health and our physical health is kind of there, uh, kind of in chaos, that kind of throws our spiritual health into a turmoil as well. And the CDC recommends consistent sleep and limiting screen time and caffeine before bed. And I want to reiterate, our physical and our mental health is tied in with our spiritual health. It's hard for us as believers to be spiritually healthy if our physical body and our mental health is not in check. So how are you resting? What can you change in your evenings or in your early mornings that will help you make sure that you're getting adequate rest in your life? And the next part of rest that I want to talk about is the Sabbath. I want you to hear this. The all-powerful, all-knowing, eternal, King of Kings, Lord of Lords took a day off. I want you to hear this. The all-powerful, all-knowing, eternal King of Kings and Lord of Lords took a day off. It says the Lord worked for six days and he rested the seventh. And I'm confident that the Lord in himself actually didn't need to rest, but he knew that there would be becoming people who loved to work and felt like they couldn't do anything but work. And he wanted to set the example for you and I to understand that we need a day to rest. And, and I, I need you to hear this. I need to hear this because I, I feel with the way that I'm wired that um, I always need to be doing something. I, I have in, in my mind, I've always worked one or two jobs and or I've always worked at least two jobs and, and I got to keep my mind moving. And I feel like if my mind is constantly um going, I'm forgetting less and, and I, I stay sharper. And I feel like when I take time off, and this is just me personally, that I get lazy and my brain gets lazy and I start forgetting about things I need to do. I start forgetting about areas of my life that I need to look at. So I challenge myself to always be busy. But I also notice that when I'm doing this, it gets to a point where I hit a wall. And when I hit that wall, uh, it gets very uh, discouraging to me where, where I feel like I just have to get away. I have to take time. And, and, and I think for me, what I challenge myself to do is to look and to take regular breaks like the Lord expects us to. And if I'm not taking those Sabbaths, if I'm not taking those days off, I get burned out very quickly. And I think it's intentional that the Lord wants you and I to take time off and you know, growing up, I, I, I didn't grow up necessarily in church, but, but the people that I knew around me, their Sundays, they didn't do anything. They, 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 they weren't allowed to, to do any type of work. They just, they just rested. And your Sabbath doesn't have to be Sunday. 
Your Sabbath that you take off for work doesn't have to be Sunday because I know sometimes we go to church and we do other things and it feels like that's still a work day. But however you and your family can work a Sabbath where you could take time off to rest. Because when you rest, what you're saying to yourself, what you're saying to your family is that our health is just as important as everything else we have going on around us. So I wanted the first thing that I think David is saying, even though he's running for his life, that he understands that the Lord wants him to rest well. And the second thing is God wants to make sure that our nourishment is taken care of. And our physical body is tied to our spiritual body. And, and the way I've, I've heard it explained is that our, um, our stomach health is tied to our mental health. And that is tied to our spiritual health. So what we allow in our bodies affects the rest of our being. And I know that there's been times in my life where anxiety has taken me over and, and, and I've had too much caffeine and I've had too much stress and, and I've had to look at myself and say, I, I got to change some stuff. And, and I started researching uh, uh, foods and things that I could consume in my body that would help me to be um, a little bit sharper. What's good for my mind? What, what, what helps me sleep at night? What, what kind of foods can I take that really help me to be sharp? me to be alert and for me to not allow my mind uh, to be processing uh, toxic, basically, things in my life. And we have to be very conscious about that. Much like nourishing our bodies, we have to nourish our minds and our spirits. And what we allow in, uh, what we allow to feed ourselves during the week affects our decisions, our actions, our thoughts, and our mindsets. I think it's safe to say that spending a little too much time on social media wears down on our mental state. We consume a lot of social media, and, and, and to me, it seems like there's just a lot of negativity. There's a lot of things that we look where everyone has an opinion, everyone has something to argue about, everyone has something they don't like that someone else is doing, and we consume so much of that. By the time we lay down at night to get this rest, our mind is just trying to filter all of this, these negative things that we've consumed in ourselves. So the Lord wants to bring a nourishment to us that helps to encourage us and helps us to be uh, the best possible person that we can be. And our food is our fuel and our bodies will tell us when we're hungry. Now, our mental health, our spiritual health is a little bit different. It's not as loud as what our physical body is. You start to feel weak in your body. You hear your stomach growling. You feel that you need to eat. You feel that you need to get something to drink. But our mindset, our, our mental health, our physical health isn't as loud as that. So much like our cars have gauges, right? And there's like three main gauges that, that I remember being on cars. And that's your gas, how much fuel you have, how far you can go. You have your oil pressure and you have your temperature. 
And I know the way cars are nowadays, we don't take and we don't focus as much on those gauges as we used to, but it's still helpful for us, for us to see where a lot of those gauges are. And I know some of you, let's be honest, some of you don't care a thing about that fuel gauge until the light comes on and now you're in a hurry to get to a gas station. Because you know what? I can get gas tomorrow, right? Well, like that, a lot of our, our bodies uh, and our, our spiritual life is, is the same way. That we gotta look at these gauges and, and kind of to feel and to see where are we going. Maybe I'm a little bit irritable. Maybe my patience isn't where it needs to be. Maybe I'm losing my temper a little, little bit often than I should. We can look at these gauges and understand that may, maybe it's time now that I slow down, I rest a little bit, and I try to consume the right intake for my mental health, for my spiritual health. Maybe I read my Bible a little bit more. Maybe I pick up a devotional and I read through that devotional for 30 days to help me to realign and to make sure that gauge of my spiritual health is where it should be. You know, when your uh, oil temperature or your um, uh, temperature gauge goes up, it, 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 you'll start seeing some steam race from your hood and you start to hear noises. And it's a bit too late at that point. Something's broke at that point. And I feel like in the, the, the society we live in, the culture that we live in with hurrying up and always staying busy, that happens to a lot of us. We don't watch these gauges. We don't look at our mental health and our spiritual health until it's a little bit too late and we're blowing steam, right? And we have people around us who are hurt, who we've offended, who we've upset, not because of anything else, but because we're not taking care of ourselves, and we'll talk about this in a moment to where uh, David says he makes me to lie down in green pastures. But I want to ask you about nourishment right now. What are you feeding your body? What are you feeding your mind? And what are you feeding your spirit that is ultimately helping you to be the best person that God has created you to be? And the third thing David speaks about is the still waters, the refreshment. There are times where we need to trust that the Lord will take us by still waters. You know, people pay thousands and thousands of dollars to come to the Gulf Coast here, to sit at the beach, to hear those waves. I know a lot of people in our area pay thousands of dollars to go to the mountains and listen to the streams as we sit there and try to relax and try to, to forget about work. And we pay a lot of money to, to be by those still waters. And the still waters just wasn't about the idea of rest and relaxation. It was also that the sheep knew that it was clean water to refresh them. Like nourishment, our bodies need, um, need times of refreshment. Our spirit need times of refreshing. Now, I love Diet Coke. And there are times where that icy, delicious, uh, cold Diet Coke just doesn't do it and doesn't quench my thirst. 
I try my hardest to make sure that it's Diet Coke that, that, that takes care of that thirst, but sometimes it's gotta be water. And I'll drink a Diet Coke and, and my body is just not satisfied and it's telling me, hey man, get some water. <laughs> Lay off these Diet Cokes for a little bit and get some water in you because your body needs that water. And what's so neat about this shepherd and the Lord being our shepherd is that he does not have to lead us to a fresh source of water, but he is our source of water. John 4 says, uh, everyone who drinks of this water shall be thirsty again, speaking of a well that he was sitting by. But whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I give him will become in him a spring of water welling to eternal life. So if you feel that in your body, that, that maybe your mental health or your spiritual health or your physical body just needs some type of refreshment. It needs some type of pep. It needs some type of, of help. You don't have to worry about the things around you to, to bring you that refreshment. But Jesus himself wants to refresh you and to help you in every area that you're struggling. Now, going to him for this um, may mean that we have to take some time off. Maybe we take a day off of work where we just focus in, oh, Lord, I need refreshing in my mind. I need refreshing in my spirit. Maybe you're serving somewhere in a church. Maybe you're serving here at Riverwalk Church and you just feel drained and you feel like you need some type of refreshment. Uh, taking time off of ministry is, is, is very uh, okay. It's great for you to take time away for the Lord to really refresh you. And if you need to take time off of work or church or whatever it may be, you need to find that time where the Lord can, can, can refresh you and to help you. Because if we neglect in any of these three areas, it's going to affect everything around us. And the Lord wants to help you today to be the best you that you can be. And the only way he could do that is if your physical body your mental state, your mental health, and your spiritual health is running on all cylinders. And I want to tell you this too, and this is from personal experience with me, is, is it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to need time by yourself. And, and I want to encourage you with that. And the Lord has a way of taking us aside. Uh, the scripture says he makes me lie down in green pastures. With shepherds or with sheep, they're constantly feeding, constantly drinking, and the shepherd has got to find them a place where they feel comfortable. They feel that there's no threat of danger around them, and he has to make them lie down. And I know we just come out of a pandemic, and we've had national lockdowns, and wherever you're watching this from, your city, your state may be in a lockdown. But don't look at that as a bad thing right now for you. Look at that like the Lord is using this time to refresh you. The Lord is using this time to slow you down and just to enjoy life and what's going on around you. And what I like about Jesus being our shepherd is he not only sees what's going on around us, 
It's easy for us to see what we're going through. It's easy for others to maybe see what we're going through. But the shepherd not only sees what you're going through, but he's seeing what you are going to face. And he is preparing you in these moments of resting, of nourishment, of refreshing. He is preparing you for what you're about to go through. It might be something wonderful. It may be something not so wonderful. But I want to guarantee you that the Lord is preparing you to make it through that. And we're going to look about a scripture later on where it talks about him leading us through the valley of the shadow of death and what that means for you and I and what that looks like as believers and, and how the Lord is preparing us through dark and difficult times. And he's preparing you for that through these moments of rest, refreshment, and nourishment. So I want to ask you now is how are you resting? What does your physical diet, your mental diet, your spiritual diet look like? And are you taking time to be refreshed, to be encouraged, to be uplifted? And as you think about that, as you wonder and you examine yourself about those things, I want to encourage you, don't just reflect, pray through those. Say, Jesus, what is it? What does my diet look like? Am I taking care of my mental health? Am I taking care of my spiritual health? God, am I in a place where I need refreshment? And Lord, if I am in need of refreshment, how can, how can I do that? What does that look like? And I want you to take this time for just a moment, and I want you to think about it. I want you to pray through it and ask the Lord, how can I be refreshed? And if you're out there, or you're, you're watching wherever you're at, or you're, you're here in service with us, we want to pray with you. And if you need someone to talk to, you need someone that could help you through these difficult times because you need refreshing and you don't know how to do it, we're here for you. We want to help you and we want to pray with you through these times. God wants to use you. God loves you. And he's going to do everything in his power, which is eternal, to help you through these difficult times that you may be facing. Let's pray. Lord, I love you and I thank you, Jesus, that you love us. God, that you are a good shepherd. That God, that you are going to take care of all of our needs. Lord, and that you care about our physical health, our mental health, and our spiritual health that you want all three of these working together so that we could be the best person you have called us to be, God. And God, I know there are some people who are watching, who are listening to this sermon right now, God, and I just pray that, God, you help them. That, God, there's there's one of these areas that, that they're struggling in, and God, I pray they find whatever they need in you today, God that their physical health, their mental health, their spiritual health is restored, refreshed, renewed in you, Jesus, because you are that well of living water for us. And God, if there's anyone who's watching who doesn't know you as Savior, who doesn't know you as the shepherd, God, I pray you speak to their hearts and you help them to, to create that relationship 
that they need with you. God, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for what you're doing at Riverwalk Church. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Amen. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that service. Thank you for joining us on our online campus. We hope to continue to connect with you each and every week. Again, if you have anything that you want to talk about, any prayer requests that you need, please feel free to reach out to us at riverwalkchurch.com. Again, thank you guys. We love you.